0: For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. Hey, Chandler Bolt here, and joining me today is Dr. Sonia Wright. Uh, D- Dr. Sonia is a board certified radiologist, a sexual counselor, uh, as well as a certified life coach. Um, she's awesome. She's a student at self publishing school. We just wrapped up um i know you're at author advantage live like she's just such a such a fun and amazing person to root for uh and has gotten so much so much results from a pr and speaking perspective from a growing her business perspective and so just one of the people that we wanted to highlight and learn from uh on on this podcast on this show i'm uh very excited for this and and kind of funny well i'll, I'll save the funny story um for here and just a little bit um, but i'm just super excited so dr dr sonia welcome
1: Thank you so much Chandler I'm so happy to be here thank you.
0: Hey so let, let's let's kick it off with how how do you find self-publishing school and how did you end up joining self-publishing school and why did you join us?
1: Yeah I was at uh, Hal Alrod's event last year in, in San Diego uh, the best live blueprint that he does every year and you were speaking there and um and I never do this, but he was holding this auction where you could pay five hundred dollars and have dinner with you and i 'm not the person that does this at all, but something told me that I had to talk to you and I had to have dinner with you and i 'm kind of an introverted person, and having to like put my number up for for the uh, you know for um, to like to you know to say that I was going to you know have dinner with you that that in itself, but there's something so compelling. Like I listened to you when you were up on the stage speaking. And I was like, I need to talk to this guy. I just need to do it. So, yes.
0: It's so funny. It's, it's, uh, getting, I mean, getting auctioned off is a funny <laughs> experience and then, and then dinner and, and then it's just so funny. Cause I think. Um you you I think you knew you knew the backstory too of like they kind of surprised me with it. And my girlfriend and I were like literally leaving the speech and had like this this snowboarding getaway for the weekend, and it was like it's like all right, cool. As soon as this, as soon as this talk's done, like we gotta go. And they're like, auction off Chandler for dinner. It was, it was fun. But I, I think it's just such a fun like I, I was just interviewing how I earlier today. He's got the Miracle Morning movie. Coming out, check it out, guys! If if you haven't already, it's gonna be amazing. And but so I just think that's just such a fun kick jumping off point. And I was telling him like all of our best people uh, come from How Elrod's world, pretty much. It's like the people that come from that world are just amazing. So walk me through though. So. You know, I was obviously at the conference talking about books uh, and how to use a book to grow your business. And then, you know, you said, hey, all right, I, I think in the beginning it was, all right, let's do the book stuff together. And then it was, all right, let's grow the business. And so I know there's probably a lot of people out there that we have publicity training and PR and speaking and, you know, growing a business stuff. And then we have book stuff. And most people just know us for the book stuff. And then you also think about the chicken versus the egg. Like, do I do the book first? Do I do the business stuff? So w- what made you say, Hey, I- I'm in it, but then also like, okay, I'm in and then I'm going to do the business stuff first though. And then I'm going to circle back to the book.
1: Yeah. My original plan, I was all in on writing the book and I had this plan. I was going to go away for the weekend to Las Vegas. I'm not sure why I would think I'm going to write a book in Las Vegas, but I thought that that would be like (laughs) write all day and and party all night. I'm not sure what my plan was, but for some reason, I thought that that was going to be my plan. And then January came and things are kind of crazy with my business and with work and everything like that. So I did not get to write the book. And just about that time, like in February, then you had a masterclass on your PR and speaking and I thought, you know what, this is another one of my goals this year it was to like to write the book, but also to get more speaking engagement. And, and I wanted to know how to get on more podcasts, how to use that part to get my business out there. And originally I was going to use the book in order to like advertise my business and get that out there. But I thought, well, this is another way that I can tap into. And so I actually ended up being in your beta group for your PR and speaking course, which was the best decision that I made all year. Yes. Mm. Oh, best. wow.
0: Yeah. wow and why is that and and i guess more importantly is, is and and probably more helpful for everyone is like why was that the best decision but but what like okay what was your goal with that what are some of the results that you've seen what were some things that you learned in the process
1: yeah so originally my goal was just to learn how to speak how to um do a webinar or a master class how to get out there and do like the public relations side of things to get my name out there so that's what i was originally planning on doing with it. Um, and I was starting to grow my business by speaking on stages. And I thought that would be a good way. And then COVID hit. And I was so lucky to be in the middle of that course, because you were teaching uh, us how yeah. to do the virtual stages, right? So I was getting exactly what I needed at the exact time. And, and if I didn't have your course, I'm not quite sure what I would have done. Because originally, I was planning on getting on live stages and doing it that way. And then selling the book originally, but because the PR and speaking, could also focus on the virtual stuff that was that was amazing. And then I went from there on to doing some other stuff that you also uh, offer as well. And that was the oh, cool. uh, course building.
0: Yep. So let's let's unpack the PRP. So yeah. um, you joined the beta group and and then the goal was to get on virtual stages. What did that process look like? I I mean, I I think I remember like you were a quick implementer. So walk people through like, how did you get clear on, hey, this is what I'm talking about. These are the types of opportunities I want. And then how did you get your first couple of of PR and publicity wins? What did that look like?
1: Yeah, well, I think because I was in the course and your course really just step-by-step tells us exactly what we need to do. And so I basically just followed everything that Sloan, who is the coach doing the course, whatever she said to do, I just did it, right? So it said to like, reach out to people on podcasts, and then reach out to your network. And, and so I first, I worked the the people that I knew in my network, and I got on Facebook lives. And then I started going from there and reaching out to different podcasts. And And then after that, I started reaching out for by this time, people were starting to switch over from their conferences, they were going to have on live stages to virtual stages. So then I started reaching out to people for the virtual stage uh as well for these different conferences and i just kept doing as much i said that i was gonna you know work as hard as i could and just say do everything that you told us to do
0: awesome and and what um so you start getting on podcasts you start getting on facebook lives what was your thought like how did you figure out okay these are the types of podcasts that i want to be on how did how did you see like oh this is going to tie into my business and this is going to grow the business like how did that work and 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 yeah how, how did kind of that whole process work
1: well you also helped us in in the PR and speaking course you helped us figure out our niche which I knew the niche but really helped me hone in on the type of people the person that was Going to listen to my message and make sure that I directed the message that way, so because I knew who I was going to be my avatar, who I was going to be focusing in on, then I made sure that I was focusing in on podcasts and Facebook live groups and stuff who could reach my avatar and that 's mm, kind of how mm, I figured out how to yeah. go there
0: I see so get get clear on that you got clear on the avatar first yeah. then it 's okay, what are the types of publicity opportunities and platforms or media that's speaking to this avatar. Exactly. And now let me use, you know, as we would call advocates to reach out and, and get in front of those folks. Did you, did you focus predominantly on podcasts? I think, I think I remember it was like, you also had a, a virtual summit. There was like a radio show. There was a,
1: I went I mean, everywhere. You had all kinds
0: of different. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so I just like, I use my network and a lot of my network was Facebook lives and then I kind of grew up from there and started um, sending out emails and just checking in with people I knew. And then I think people started seeing me on Facebook lives and on podcasts. And so then I started getting people inviting me to different podcasts. And then I just did the virtual summit wherever I could. I just came from every angle that I could think of to do this.
0: Mm. And what, uh, what works best from a revenue perspective or from a, like bringing in business? Was it the podcast? Was it the Facebook Lives, the virtual summits, the radio, something different?
1: Yeah, it actually started out as the Facebook Lives because uh, I could have the direct interaction with the people and I knew them and they could connect with me. I was in the process of really growing my business at the same time, right? So I had a Facebook page and I had a website, but the website really wasn't uh, built out. I ended up building out the website again by May. And I took the course of PR and speaking from March through May. So um, because I didn't have the website up and running at a hundred percent, it was more like the Facebook lives. But then the website started kicking in and then I would get more people contacting me through podcasts into the Mm. website and then going from there. So it was just kind of step by step. Cool.
0: And so you're, it's it's okay, let's build momentum. Let's build awareness. Let's build, and I, and I love that. This is one of the things I love about your stories. It was just implement, implement, implement. What's exa- the exact next thing? Okay, let me implement that. And not, not because I think so many people in this in this phase, it's oh hold up, I don't have a website. Oh yeah, I don't have a website, so I can't get on podcasts. I can't get on. I can't do this. <laughs> I'm gonna build my website and then I'll start doing this. But I love that it, it, it's you. I mean, the, it's the proverbial jump off the cliff and build the airplane on the way down. It's just like, just implement. <laughs> and 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 then I'm sure that like, did you get people reaching out to you before you had a website or like, what did that look like for people who wanted to learn more before? Yeah, if they wanted to learn turned?
1: more about me, they would... Um reach out to me on Facebook, you know, direct messenger. And then the website came up and I had, when I was on Facebook and and starting to go on podcasts, and I would give out my email. So people would contact me through the email. And then uh, it was nice when I had the website uh, and it it kind of all came together with that. So that was pretty helpful. But you know, what else was extremely helpful was in the PR and speaking course, you helped us make a speaker's kit. And that was, that was phenomenal. So it it made me kind of legitimize me. Right. So like, as it has all the information right there. And then, so if anybody wanted to know about me and know if it would be a good fit for a podcast or Facebook live or whatever, I could just send out my, my speakers kit and that I really think that that made a big difference as well.
0: That's so great. And so what, um, So uh, refresh my memory, like throughout this process, do you have a, do do you have a, I think you already had a business, but it wasn't online. Right. And so, or, or what, what were you kind of doing? It was kind of like a a jobby.
1: It wasn't, you know, it was just like a little something I had made a little bit of money the year before. And I wanted to figure out how to to build it up and what to do to really make this a real business. Right. And so um, this, the PR and speaking just helped so much to elevate it to that level and then they had a challenge within the PR and speaking and i was determined that i was going to win one of the spots so that i could talk to you about what should i do next you know to build yeah, my yeah, business yeah. and so um, i ended up getting on that call with you and right, i was right. saying okay i'm doing this i'm reaching out to podcasts and facebook lives and i'm starting to get some people contacted me. what's the next step that i should do and like i said i'm starting to build a course but I don't have it already built yet, but this is where I'm thinking of going with this. Uh, and then you're like, sell the course. And I'm like, but it's not built yet. It's halfway through. And you're like, sell it now. Do a pre-launch. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and start. Well, and start monetizing, but sell then build. Yeah, um, yeah. So hey, let's get into the monetization course thing in just a second. I want to back yeah. up just a little bit. So, yeah. um, so you said I, I I love that term. I've never heard that like a jobby. Um, was this? Were you all in on this? Like, th- th- were, did you have a day job? Was this on the side? Like, what it did was that kind definitely of definitely on the side? That? It
1: was like a side yeah. gig. I'm, I'm yeah. a radiologist. As so I, I'm yep. a re- X-ray doctor, right? So mm-hmm. that's what I, my main thing was. Uh, but I wanted to grow this business. I wanted to be a coach, and so um, I was just trying to figure out how to, how do I shift this and really focus on this to grow this, this um, business while I'm still doing my regular day job.
0: Awesome. Now, so I I want to talk about, so, you know, we'll transition into kind of, okay, how do you monetize now? But before that, I mean, uh, like you've got a a topic and a niche niche that I think is, can be taboo. It's like a sexual counselor. It's like, I, I I think sometimes people hear that and they're like, Oh my gosh, we're talking about sex. Like, this is crazy. And so I'd love for you to speak to that. Like, so if you have a, ta- for others who might have a ta- taboo topic, like, yeah. how do you handle that? How do you work with that? How do you not make it weird? Like, w- do you lean into it? Do you kind of shy away from it? Like, h- just how do you navigate that?
1: Yeah, that's an excellent question. Because the I consider, I'm a sexual counselor and the life coach, right? And I put that yeah. together to become a sex coach. Well, yeah. sex coach... It could be anything, right? So you get if you if you were to like Google on or or go on Facebook and type in sex coach, you will get all type of people. You know, some people will be in lingerie and talking and do their face. You know, so there's all different people that go under the sex coach. But I knew what I wanted and how where I wanted to come from and the perspective that I wanted to come from, and I knew that I wanted it to be a fun perspective, but still professional. And so I I wanted to focus on building up Who I am and the no like and trust factor, and, and to make it where it doesn 't feel weird or, or embarrassing or something, but a person that could naturally just talk to me about whatever their concerns were so that's that 's like the perspective that I wanted to come from, and um, like I needed to do advertising and then I had to do Facebook lives and things like that, and you have to figure out how to say things in a certain way, which is not going to you know, be too provocative or, or, or get you banned from like doing your advertising. Yes.
0: And get flagged by the the algorithm or something like that. Do Do you ever get weird like responses when you're outreaching, whether it's on the PR side of things or like, is that a weird thing that happens and you just shrug it off? Is it people get it and it's actually like, it's taboo on the surface, but when you reach out, they're actually like, Oh yes, this is something that my audience would be interested in.
1: Yeah. So definitely there's a lot of, I tend to, I'm the midlife sex coach for women, right? So I focus on midlife and I focus on women and, and my focus are women from like about 40 to 50, but I end up encompassing from about 35 to 55, 60 in terms of uh, the women that are, are interested in what my message is. And so I have a number of people that are focused on midlife that will reach out to me. And then a number of, uh, people that are focused on women's empowerment that will reach out to me as well, or that I will reach out to. So um, that's kind Mm. of along the lines that it goes quite a bit. Uh, And they're just happy to have somebody to be able to talk to about this, but that's not in kind of a weird way of doing it.
0: For sure. That's so smart. And and so let's talk about that for a second. I mean, the midlife sex coach for women, like, that's so specific. And I think so often, you know, whether we're coaching people from a publicity side of things or a book side of things, it's like, they just cast this wide net and it's like how to live an amazing life and fulfill your dreams. And it's like, and if, if it's for everyone, it's for no one. Right. So how did you land on that? How did you get so specific uh, and and, and how have you seen like the benefits of that, of, of just being super specific about exactly who you help and kind of exactly who you talk to?
1: Yeah, I think in terms of the midlife, I know what it's like to be a midlife because I'm in the middle of it, right? So I know you're juggling a job, raising kids, you might be empty nesters, but so much has gotten in the way that, you haven't had a chance to look at your sexual intimacy and, and that usually goes by the wayside or it can be, go by the wayside. And then you get to this point in your life, in your midlife where you're figuring out how you want the rest of your life to go. And then you're like, hey, I forgot about this and I'd really like to incorporate it back into my life. So I knew that that was like a focal issue or pain point that uh, that my avatar or the women that I work with were dealing with. So that was like an area that I definitely wanted to focus in on uh, with them. So that was kind of like an important factor
0: for Mm. me. Hey, Chandler Bolt here. I hope you're loving this episode so far. It's time to go from inspiration to implementation. All right. So if you've learned something, we want to help you implement what you've learned with your book. So what I want you to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a publishing consultation with one of the experts on my team. We'll talk about your goals for your book your dreams your challenges your next steps and we'll start putting together a plan all right so go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule book a call with the team let's see how we can help with your book it's time to implement mm. and so and so really focus on who who can you help yeah uh, and in, and in some cases that also overlaps with who can you relate to yeah uh, and 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 speak from personal experience which I think it's just it, it, it's so great. And and so guys, if you're listening, watching, like get more specific, get specific with your avatar. Uh, and I, I love what you said and, and just backtracking a little bit. And we talk about the four Ps of a high converting offer or a, a, a book that sells well is person, pain, promise, price, right? So get very clear on the person that you're speaking to. What's the pain that they have? And then what's the promise that you make them and then the price that they're willing to pay right and so i think by getting so clear on the person you know the pain as well as a part of that and 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 so doing that i love what you said is is there the midlife people reach out to you but also the women's empowerment groups reach out to you it's just like and because it's so clear right and 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 so it's kind of uh, we talked about this is um part of author advantage live in the six figure author challenge and all that of, of with my brother uh, and his wife with bolt farm Treehouses is like, Oh, who's going to come to bolt farm Treehouse It's going to be, you know, the, the empty nester, it's going to be the tired parent, or, or it's going to be um, the honeymooner. Right. And so like, those are, so you have these avatars and you can create avatars and pockets for those avatars and then, uh, you know, uh, reach audiences or uh, that, that makes sense. So I just think that's great. And, and I love, I love that in that beta group, we had you as a sex coach, and then we had um, a Christian girl in a, in a yoga world. <laughs> and just like, I think two great examples of like, I don't say, I don't want to say that they're opposite. They're just very different. Right. And, and I think she feels taboo of like, Oh, Christian girl in a yoga world. And the same way that you feel taboo. Uh, and, and, and so any, any like tips, just final tips, and I'd love to move into to, to business growth and course stuff and all that, but like any other tips for, for people who say, hey, I'm, I'm speaking on a taboo topic, like how do I navigate that well or be confident in that and kind of all that good stuff?
1: Uh, well, I think I'm a life coach, right? So first, you have to be okay with it yourself. You can't go out there and try to sell it to anybody else if you're kind of feeling embarrassed or you don't know what to say, you know, because then- they're not, you, part of the promise is you, you are part of the promise, right? That you're going to help them. So you have to be confident and solid in, in dealing with this subject matter. So first work on yourself and make sure you have it and that you're solid and confident. And then you go out there and you make sure that you can serve and help them. Um, but do first do it from a place of belief and knowing that you are completely committed to doing whatever needs to be done to be of service to the people that you want to help.
0: Mm, that's so great, and I love the emphasis on being being of service to the people you want to help because that's that's what it's all about, and that's what it comes down to, right? Uh, and and so keeping the focus there. That's awesome. So so let's transition. So you're getting all this publicity. You get your website up. You're like, okay, how do I monetize this? I want to build this course and sell it. And um, <laughs> so walk me through the transition of how did you go from all right, I'm you know doing radio stuff. I'm doing podcast stuff. I'm doing virtual summit to now I've built a course. It's a course that's selling. Like what did that transition look like?
1: Yeah. So it's kind of, I'd say it's like parallel tracks. So there's like the publicity side of things that you do in your business. And then there's the work that you do behind the scenes for your business to grow your business. And originally my um, focus was on uh, coaching individuals. and, And that's what my plan was. Then COVID hit. And I had to kind of pivot and I had to go about it a different way because I was doing individual coaching, which was at a higher price point. And so I was like, how can I help more people, but at a different price point that might um, people might be able to, when financially people don't know exactly what's going on, you know, maybe they may not be able to commit to like this hundreds, you know, thousands of dollars, but maybe they could do a couple of thousand. So that's why I decided I would do the group coaching. And so that's where I pivoted there. And then I started building the coursework and then going from there.
0: Got it. So you started one-on-one and then moved from one-on-one to group.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Got it. Okay. And then what did that process look like? I mean, I know we worked together as part of the course building for authors program and then talked about sell then build like how did you and 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 because i think once again it was like and i really want to unpack this for it was like you were in the beta group for pr and speaking and it was like first five gigs like five publicity opportunities like you were one of the fastest to get there i think in a month or, or maybe even less right and and then moving to course building for authors same thing like we took a class of students i think through that and it was I, I, I want to say it was like 47 grand in, in 45 days or 60 days or or something like that. How did you get customers? What what did you do? Like, how did you get people in your ecosystem? Like, what did that whole process look like? Yeah. From, so, okay, now I'm, I'm launching this and I've got customers.
1: Right. So I was like, okay, I'm building this course. <clears throat> I don't exactly know what to do with it. I ended up talking to you. You said, start selling it right now. So I was like, okay, let me start selling it right now. I'm like, wait, I don't have a sales page and I don't really have a way to capture money. So then over the weekend, I made a ClickFunnels page. I knew nothing about it. And then over the weekend, I, I learned it really quickly and, and built something, you know, that I could that I could put people to, like funnel people into this, right? So that's what I had. And that that was really helpful too. Because um, I would talk to people, they would know who I am. And then there was a sales page that they could go to, which would reinforce everything that I had already told them and help them make that decision. So that's what I I did. And I focused on my beta group. And my goal was to get 10 in the beta group. And I think in like two and a half weeks, I had made $10,000. So I had proof that I could do this. And so then I and then I focused on continuing to build out the course while I had the people in there and ask yeah. them if this was like meeting their needs and how I should tweak it. So I had that going on. I was still continuing to do the PR and speaking and getting out there. But now I had a course that I was talking out wow. as well. Yeah, well. So that's kind of the two sides of it.
0: Nice. And so, so you started getting paying customers and then now you have a thing that you can sell and then still getting PR publicity, so it's like, okay, now when you go on those, you know, get those opportunities, you can use that to dovetail directly into the, the group coaching program.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Got yeah. it, and, and so how did, you, how did you get those first 10 paying customers? I mean, your first 10K within two and a half weeks, like, what did that look like? Where did those people come from?
1: They came from everywhere, like I went on Facebook Lives, I went on podcasts, I was selling, I went into friends groups, and I I have my own Facebook page, so I started doing that as well, and then with the PR and speaking, you guys taught me a webinar, so I started using the webinar as well, and and so I was just trying to get people in from anywhere that I could. I was reaching out to people, I was sending emails to people, I was starting to grow my email list. This is when my email list started growing as well, So, um, so I was, doing it from every angle and um and i got the 10 and i was like okay here we go and so i took the group through i think i went through 10 and a half out of my 12 weeks before i did a real full launch
0: ah that's what i did
1: yeah in july i did a full launch
0: and so what did uh the so what did that look like so you're going on podcasts you're going on facebook lives and groups and all that And was it check out the sales page? Was it book a call with you? Like, how did they go from I'm interested to I'm a paying customer?
1: Yeah, most of them ended up doing, um, well, the ones that are in my PR, the, the original beta group, a lot mm-hmm. of them had, between podcasts and Facebook slides, they had already seen me a number of times. So they were at this position where they're like, okay, I trust her, I know her. Yeah. So let me reach out to her and let me buy this and, and then let me get into the course. So that was like that group. Um, the rest of them, I did, in, when I did my big launch, I was working in the day or, with my radiology. And then in the evening, I was doing four and five consults a day. Like I was just like knocking it no out no as fast as I could. No I way. think by the end of it, I couldn't really talk anymore.
0: <laughs> that is wild. So, so walk us through that. I mean, that's wild. So, all right, you got your first 10 customers in, in two and a half weeks and you go through. And so it's the exact process we teach, right? It's sell then build. So you've got paying customers and you're delivering the live Group coaching experience over the course of uh 10 and a half weeks uh, or over the course of 12 weeks but then at the 10 and a half week mark you said all right i feel like this is ready to to more evergreen or or to sell the next batch so how did what'd you do then and, and you talk about the big launch like what did you do to launch and oh, i mean we got we just kind of fast forwarded to the end real quick which is you're doing you're working a full-time day job and then as a radiologist and then four and five calls every evening yeah. how did you even get those calls booked and and what did that launch look like yeah,
1: so then i had a scheduler like an acuity and then i would um i had them on the webinar i was doing my uh facebook lives as well any way that i could get them then and i started a facebook uh, ads as well and so people started knowing who i was and then okay so this is this is the the incredible part of um, PR and speaking. So at the end of PR and speaking, we have to do our nifty 50, right? Which is our incredible list of people, the stages that we want to get on our podcast or whatever. So I made this list and I did this at the end of May. And I had one podcast that was at my top podcast. You're actually on that list too. So let me celebrate that too. But (laughs) I had one that was um, at a niche that I knew would really make a difference. And I actually put it on my list and gave myself like 10 years, I think, to get on this podcast. <laughs> I remember thinking, I'm going to just put it there. Just because Chandler said, make your 50 and put your top one. Just put it out there because if you don't put it down, you'll never, you know, you'll never get there, right? So I put it on and the circumstances happened that I, I did that list on May 29th and on June 29th, I was on her podcast. And that was like, I thought it was gonna take me 10 years, it took a month and I was on her podcast. And um, so that really helped blow up a lot of the work that I was doing for just the PR and speaking because she had Mm. so many followers that then um, people really got a sense of who I was. And then um, my consultations really started booking up as well.
0: Uh, That's cool. And so walk us through that like dream podcast. You said, hey, within the next 10 years, I wanna get on this. You got on it in a month. How'd you do it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it, it was a chance thing where I ended up being in a webinar, the same webinar that she was in or a, a, a Zoom meeting that she was in. And I ended up introducing myself. And then I ended up talking about My course that I had built out. (laughs) And so I just, I I basically, all the things that happened in PRNS led up to this meeting, right? And I was ready for it because the opportunity, it's like you have to be prepared for it. It's luck, but preparation, right? Yes. So I had all those things ready and ready to go and i was like i have a course i've done this you know this is the person that i speak to and it just so happened that it aligned with what her group was as well and so then she's like oh why don't you come on my podcast and i was like what <laughs> but I, of course i was like yes yeah. that would be a good idea <laughs> but inside like ah.
0: yeah we could we could probably book that <laughs> <laughs> let me check my schedule that's great <laughs> <my> schedule. <laughs> That's awesome. I love the uh, uh, Les Brown, right? Like he, he says, one of my favorite Les Brown quotes: uh, "It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared."
1: Exactly. Right. And,
0: and so, being prepared for that opportunity—I mean, it's just a great example uh, from from hopefully in ten years to thirty days from now. And and uh, uh, luck is where preparedness meets opportunity, right? So exactly. Just such a great example. So, all right, so you got on that podcast. It sounds like that really helped with booking out consults and then the consults helped with kind of your first bigger launch. So what, um, how, how did you go from podcast to consult? Like what was your call to action at the end of the podcast? And how did, how did that generate so many consults?
1: Yeah, so my po- the podcast interview I had my website on there. And so most people would go to my website and I linked my website to my acuity uh, scheduler so it said like free consultation so they can click there and they can talk dr- straight to me um, and then my website also has a section on my course on your sexuality now and and then at the bottom the call to action is you know sign up here and you know buy the course but if you if you want to talk further then you know there's a consultation as well just for the people that ah, are cool. ready to buy so nice. between those two ways they got to me for the consultation
0: That's great. And so you're doing four to five consults a night during that time period. That's wild. What, what, how many, how many students did you sign up? What did the revenue look like during that launch? How did that come? Yeah.
1: So I was working my butt butt off. Right. And I ended up um, with 70,000 in cash at the end of it. I had 40 students and then I had another 12 that was in um, receivables. So I ended up with that launch doing 82 K. So that was, um, and this is, why, this is why I love you, Chandler, because, like, my life changed because <laughs> I listened to what you told me, right?
0: <laughs> that is unbelievable. I was just taking that. So you said 70K in cash, 82K in... Well, 70, um, and,
1: 70 in cash and another 12, yeah. so a total of 82K. Yeah.
0: Wow. And 40 students.
1: And 40 students, yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's so cool. And, and uh, wow. And And so... Gosh, this is just such, a, such an awesome, <laughs> um, awesome success story. So let's kind of fast forward to, okay, so this, this launch happened, knowing what you know now, and I know, so that was, that was a few months ago, like what's been the progress since then uh, and what's next? Like where, where are you putting your focus towards to, to kind of keep building this?
1: Yeah, so, um, so I learned so much for that launch. And so I'm I'm actually about to start another launch. I'm, I have another course that's opening and starting on November 11th. So I'm about to launch again. And so I'm going to do s- similar to what I did previously, less consultations because I've been working more on getting my information out there and getting on more. I still continue to get on podcasts, you know, do that type of work so people know who I am. And so now people are starting to come to me. They know who I am. So I don't have to do as many consultations as I was doing previously. Ah, and, um, nice. So I, and then I had consistently like between launches, I've had at least 10 K months, you know, just with bringing in the people and doing um, private co- uh, coaching as well. So I, I've like had that consistent revenue and then now I'm kind of revving up for another launch again. And in the meantime, I've grown my list. Um, when I started with the July launch, my list was about 300. now my list is about, and and I'm talking about email list is about 2,300 now.
0: Oh, wow. That's unbelievable. You said from, you started, it was, it was, it was how big you said?
1: It was 300. And so Mm -hmm. I was doing webinars uh, and, but I was doing Facebook ads to my freebie. And I was also Mm -hmm. doing webinars, Facebook ads to my webinars. And so I'm, I'm just growing it and just doing every angle that I can work it now. So now this launch will be a little different, right? Because before I didn't, I wasn't known as much and I didn't have an email list, but now I have the email list and I've been nurturing that list and, um, you know, sending out emails to them periodically and, and, um, and working on a, a number of different factors such that now that I've grown my email list, that that's mm-hmm. going to be a major part of this next launch.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and that'll be a good time to dive back into the pr uh, and speaking material go back to the webinar uh, exactly. material <laughs> because it, you'll relearn and re- it's spaced repetition right so it's it's all right come back to that and then do it again and your webinar will be even better it'll convert better all that and and I don't know if you know this, but that's that's the same training that we send people internally so we have people in the SVs team do webinars and they go through that that training to to prep um, for their webinars so that'll be a good kind of refresher as you roll into the to the next launch what what would be your tips for for folks like kind of in the home stretch here so just a couple final questions but tips for folks i mean as someone who's just implemented so well any parting pieces of advice for for whether they're going through the whether they're listening to this and then going to implement or whether they're working with us and one of our programs like how do you do it? How how do you implement so well and any tips or lessons learned that would be helpful for others?
1: You know, I just, I just focused on, I have a goal. This is something I want to accomplish. There's going to be discomfort and I have to be okay with the discomfort. It's not going to be fun. You know, it, it I mean, it, it is fun. Diff- I mean, when I looked at my bank account, that was, that was hella fun. Right. Yeah, but yeah. in between the discomfort part comes when you're putting yourself out there, when yeah. you're saying, you know, Hey, can I be on your podcast? And they're like, no.
0: You know? <laughs> 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 Get lost.
1: So there's that, right? But then I just kept saying to myself, if they say no, I'm in no worse position than I was before, but they might say yes. And so I have to be okay with trying this. And then, you know, I focus so much on, I I say I'm on a mission to end the emotional pain and isolation associated with sexual difficulties for women. So then when I'm at that place where I don't want to put myself out, then I think of like the woman that's out there all alone, that needs something. And, and nope. I'm not there because I'm like too focused on myself yes. and I yes. don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to hear yes. a no, but she's over there crying in pain. And if I would just get over myself, hmm. I might actually be able to help her. Hmm. That's
0: amazing. That's just, and and listening to this, watching this, it's think about the same same. What is the what is the equivalent for you? Right. Um, for me, it's the person who's struggling wants to write a book but doesn't know how or it's the person that totally got taken advantage of by a publisher because they didn't know about self-publishing school or or it's you know it's it's and so thinking you know when you when you have that conviction of like okay i'm morally obligated to to get this in front of those folks because this is going to really help them and i think it goes from me (laughs) to we and like i can help these people um and and it and it kind of takes the me out of it which i think is super important to to get over that fear and Kind of trepidation throughout the journey so let me ask you this Sonia so so you've got I know you you mentioned like hey in the beginning it was like a book was going to be the first thing now it's okay we've went heavy into the business that's been a really good choice from a business perspective and I think you said over the next year then it's uh, then it's adding the book into that how do you see the book kind of playing into this and, and what's your plan for the book kind of when you added in and and how it's going to help your business
1: yeah so um, i'm finishing up my launch this year and then starting in next year um i I see the book helping me on that side and and so the book is probably going to be called "Own your sexuality now and it's going to be the different aspects that i take everybody through in order to get to that place where you're enjoying you know the best best sex life that you've wanted right so that book is going to help so many other women, if they can't come to my program, they can access. If they want to see who I am first, they can start with the book and then they can go from there. But it's another way for me to reach and make a difference and, and to help women and have them come and see what it is that I do as well.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's, it's pouring gas on the fire, right? Like you've got a fire going and now the book is going to help get more leads. It's going to help get more sales, more referrals, and, and just going to help this thing move even faster uh, and one, one just quick tip I'd say is like, I love how specific you are with your hook. So I would probably in the subtitle uh, really key in on the the midlife sex coach for women piece. That it's it's specific to women and midlife, and and I think getting real specific with your book, it's going to help you even bring more even more people in your ecosystem because they're the right people, right? And so it's. It's being specific. So in the same way that you did that on the publicity side of things, I would, I would definitely do the same thing and get, get, get narrow and get, uh, get specific uh, on the book.
1: Fabulous, thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, of course.
0: All right, well, this has been awesome. It's been awesome, Dr. Sonia. really, really appreciate this. Um, two final questions. Um, first one, knowing what you know now, what would be your advice to the other like the, the other Sonia's out there, right? Which was the, gosh, it hasn't even been a year since we met. Um, and, and so the person who's about to start on this journey of writing their book or about to start on this journey of launching their online business, their, their group coaching program, their course, their uh, you know, PR speaking, things like that. Which, what's your advice to those folks knowing what you know now?
1: Yeah, they just need to do it. Don't be afraid to do it. Recognize that it may not be easy, And it's not gonna be a piece of cake, but it's gonna be so worth doing it. I thank God for this year because it's made a difference in my life, but it's made a difference in so many other women's lives. And so, uh, and, and their husbands. Actually, it's gotten to the point where the husbands are telling other husbands, dude, just have them take the course. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> that's a good rural network. Exactly. And I'm just, I, <laughs> Like, I'll pay for it. <laughs> You've got to call Dr. Sonia. That's exactly awesome. So. Yes,
1: yeah. just go ahead and do it. And, and don't be afraid, just step out. It doesn't have to be done perfectly, it doesn't have to yeah. be perfect in any way, but just get started and just continue and don't give up.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, this has been inspiring. Dr. Sonia, where can people go to find, uh, find out more about you, um, what you're up to, and, and all that good stuff?
1: Yeah, the easiest place is my website, soniawrightmd.com. And um, you can get all my information there and you can find out about my course. And you can even sign up for my course, which starts on November 11th.
0: Boom. Awesome. Dr. Sonia, you're amazing.
1: Thank, Thank you so amazing.
0: much uh, for you're coming amazing. in and, and, and teaching and, and just sharing your experience. Thank you.